0: to new federal laws governing tobacco and nicotine use including the marketing and dissemination of product information vaping weekly is now only intended for adults aged 21 years and over if you live in a state or jurisdiction that allows for younger this podcast is then for those over the age of 18 years listener discretion is advised Everybody. my name is Michael McGrady, and you are listening to the Vaping Weekly podcast. I am your host and also the public policy columnist for the English edition of VapingPost.com. I am so excited to have you on this fourth episode of our second season. Um, we have a special guest today, Gregory Connolly. He provided us some really wonderful sound bites related to uh, his response to a letter that was sent by U.S. Congressman Raja Krishnamoorthy. That and more coming up on this very special episode. Again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, And let's get to the news really quick, and then uh, we'll have our little segment with uh, Mr. Gregory Conley. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in. Stay tuned. Let's jump into some really quick news headlines. Tobacco companies Altria Group and Philip Morris International are preparing to chart out a brand new market strategy to distribute the ICOS system that received an MRTP approval uh, from the Food and Drug Administration earlier this year, a couple of weeks ago, uh, to expand the market base, additionally considering the fact that the Philip Morris International leadership believes that CE, believes that um, smoking will be phased out within the decade, considering smoke-free products like Icos, which is a heat-not-burn product. There's a lot of reason to potentially follow very closely, if you're interested, uh, the large tobacco players, uh, especially when they consider that cigarettes will eventually be phased out in some capacity. Um, I'm not saying that they're a big play or, you know, you should be defending big tobacco for you know, all the bad things that they've done, but at least, you know, there's some progress at least and they're trying to go smoke free in some capacity. Continuing on that track about news coming out of the FDA, uh, we also need to consider some of the developments uh, related to the FDA uh, and the PMTA process. As we all know, the September 9th deadline is quickly approaching only a few weeks away at this point of this podcast episode. Uh, Jewel Labs and uh, all the major players uh, in the industry, especially the big boys like Jewel and you know RJ Reynolds Vapor, um, have worked and are continuing to work through the application process for their product applications. And uh, Jewel specifically is trying to keep their menthol and uh, Virginia tobacco vapor pod flavors on the market for their devices. In addition, there's also talk that, that Jules is trying to get an update uh, on their PMTA for the actual device. But in addition to that, uh, you know, much smaller but sizable companies like, say, Avail Vapor or any alternative solutions are now uh, also receiving positive results uh, for their PMTA processes and their um, applications for a variety of products. Um, EIS was pro- a couple of weeks ago at the time of this episode, but uh, a veil uh, on August 11th, a few days before I recorded this, um, says that they are um, working towards a substantive uh, scientific review uh, with the FDA and is working to um, engage and make sure that uh, adults who seek smoke free alternatives to combustible tobacco products. Are able to access the Avail uh, products, including their Mardi Gras liquid uh, flavor or uh, similar products. Uh, Avail, as you know, is a uh, Virginia-based company and you know 97 stores across the U.S. And um, you know e-Alternative Solutions has a decent stake in you know the uh, convenience store segment when you consider them in addition to Avail. Um, the alternative solutions, for example, is like selling many, sells many, many closed systems and disposable closed systems and uh, shops like Come and Go, 7-Eleven, you name it. But, you know, to make matters worse for folks, uh, and this kind of cues my segue over to our interview with uh, Gregory Conley, is that uh, you have a uh, congressman... Uh, Raja Krish- uh, Krishnamurthy of uh, Illinois, a Democrat of Illinois, and a significant, very potent anti-vaping leader, um, asking Commissioner Stephen Hahn of the FDA to, to completely remove vaping products again from the market because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The only reason why uh, Krishnamurthy is saying these things is because uh, they because him and his teams and his fellow lawmakers who are behind this uh are citing new research out of stanford um saying that there is a connection between uh vaping and youth uptake and the potential of getting um covid19 at higher rates uh that doesn't necessarily mean though that this is you know, substantive research in regards to how adults can take up the product, and at that, the survey that they conducted was an online survey uh, among youth, done in over only a few short weeks in May, and there was very little clinical application done, let alone any interpersonal communication with the subjects. However. You know, it is interesting to read, just it does seem that it's a little short and it kind of just is another attempt to uh, blame vaping for, you know, something that doesn't even matter. Or, I mean, it's not not that something that doesn't matter, but more like something that uh, is completely not related. That said... Um, Gregory Conley is a little more qualified to uh, speak to this Um, I'm going to switch it over to him this is a small segment from our interview and as always if you want to listen to the full thing just let us know feel free to contact us at contact at vapingpost.com or email me at m.mcgrady at vapingpost.com for uh, that request and I'd be more than happy to post it on the podcast stream and the website now here's Gregory Conley
1: Congressman Morthy has shown time and time again that his primary concern is generating headlines, not ensuring that public health policy is actually based in science. The only winners when safing vaping products are banned are tobacco companies. What we saw this week was a coordinated hit job on vaping products run by a Stanford prof- professor who is adamantly opposed to vaping and, and like the congressman, wants to see safer vaping products removed from the market. This was an online survey, and the results actually found no association between having exclusively vaped during the past 30 days and reporting a positive COVID-19 test. In other words, the activist researchers came up empty with the key goal they had for this research, which was to find a link between vaping and COVID-19. If we are to believe these results have real world implications, then we must believe that exclusively smoking or vaping, as the researchers found, poses no additional COVID-19 risks, but using both products in the past 30 days greatly increases your risk. Furthermore, you have to believe that having ever used an e-cigarette in your life increases your COVID-19 risks, but having only vaped in the last 30 days does not. Somehow, vaping uh, in the past 30 days, no effect, but vaping a year, two, three years ago, there's an effect in these researchers' minds. This is all scientifically illogical and no serious health academic would draw conclusions from such contradictory data. And it is remarkable that this online survey pseudoscience is being hyped up by the media, including NBC and CNN, when large properly performed studies are finding results on smoking and COVID-19 that are completely contrary to the narrative being pushed by the campaigners like those behind this study. It's a shame that this week will end with many Americans actually believing that there is a link between vaping and COVID-19 when in fact there is no link.
0: And that, ladies and gentlemen, was our episode for this week or (laughs) this month. It's been very sporadic with the episodes. Like I said, it's been entirely busy but we're trying to stay up with it and all that but um you know thanks again to gregory conley of the american vaping association and thank you again for listening to this episode of vaping weekly uh this is uh, the fourth episode in our second season uh stay tuned for more we got more coming at you uh before the summer's up We'll be staying on top of PMTA, especially when we near the deadline of September 9th. Uh, you name it, we'll, we'll do it. Uh, aside from that, uh, you know, thanks for listening again. As I said, my name is Michael McGrady, your host. Um, VapingPost.com it produces this uh, show as well as do I. Um, all production assistance uh, is done by Parahealing Creations in Monument, Colorado. And uh, you know, just like always, We are independent of big tobacco. Don't let anyone ever say otherwise, because, you know, we are. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.